No, I think it's great. Customers come in literally every day, not every day, but literally weekly, and they bring this up. Oh, my goodness, it's not ending. They bring him gifts. Bring him gifts. The legend on it. It's great. <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. So this is real, and it's hilarious. The Mark Murphy note. You've probably seen this circulating in your social feed, right? TV stations are picking it up on today. I didn't want to talk about it until I knew it was real. And I can't tell you how exactly I have it confirmed, but I did get it confirmed. uh, Because there's a lot of fake stuff out there. You are fake news. Yeah, we don't want to be fake news. So this guy on Twitter uh, who said his cousin applied for the Packers defensive coordinator position and got a personal note back from Packers president Mark Murphy. It's real. He did get that note back. I was able to confirm that, and I wanted to believe it because we know Murphy's got a sense of humor, Mm -hmm. right? He does. In fact, remember, I went up to that shareholders meeting a couple years ago when he was talking about the schedule that came out, the Packers being in prime time a lot. Here's the reality. We have a lot of noon home games. We're a team. So you know Murphy's got a sense of humor. Yes. So Murphy... The president of the Green Bay Packers writes back to this guy who applied for the defensive coordinator position. And what I don't know was, was his letter like really snarky? Was he like, hey, you guys better... Or did he like kind of hoping Murphy would get the joke? Like, hey, I could do that yeah, job. Right, 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 me. Nonetheless, Murphy writes him back, handwritten on Packers stationery. Bill, thank you so much for your cover letter and resume regarding our defensive <laughs> coordinator position. <laughs> Good start. Dude sent a resume. While your fantasy football experience is impressive, I regret to inform you that we have decided to go in a different direction. (laughs) I hear the Bears have an opening. You look to be a perfect fit for them. Thanks again. Sincerely, Mark. Fantastic. Love it. Sports is coming up next. That's sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive. It's worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Bob Brainerd. No Dame last night, no Brooke Lopez, and no victory either in Phoenix as the Bucks stumble against the Suns, 114-106. Oh, and Chris Middleton left the arena in a walking boot after he stepped on Kevin Durant's big foot. So, what's up, Doc? I guarantee you when they looked at that before the year started, they were like, this, this was going to be a brutal game for us. Uh, end of a trip, legs, you can just see it. We've got a lot of injuries right now, so guys are playing more extended minutes. I think that's probably – and you know what? They're playing harder on defense. Yeah, brutal road trip. They went 1-4. and four. They're back home Thursday night to host the Minnesota Timberwolves. If you are the Wisconsin Badgers – What's good for what ails you lately? Well, how about a trip to Ann Arbor tonight to face last place Michigan in Big Ten play? Head coach Greg Gard, he knows that after losing two straight, the team, that mindset needs a little tweaking. You know, if you want to be at the highest level, you want to play championship basketball, you have to be on point. You know, the challenge this group is like, hey, now we know what we need to get better at. And we've taken a lot of steps and and we've gotten better. I want this thing to push it farther. Push it more. And there are a lot of people that love Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey. He's going to play in the Super Bowl on Sunday, if you haven't heard. Some of them are Grammy winners, in case you haven't heard. 
But you know who else is a fanboy? How about 49ers tight end George Kittle? You know, Travis is a guy who I watched so when I was in college. Um, when I ended up trading jerseys with them, it was one of the coolest moments ever. When he said what's up to me in 2018, my second year, and we played the Chiefs, I was kind of, you know, like, wow, this is one of the coolest days of my life. And so I'm a huge fan of Travis Kelsey. All right, boys, ready? Super Bowl trivia one more time. Here we go. Who leads? Which conference leads the all-time series? The NFC or the AFC? My knee jerk was NFC. See, I think it used to be the NFC. I think when we AFC's had a pretty good run. Yeah, AFC. I think Patriots come up. What is it? Final answer. I'll say A. NFC. Vinny's right. Ah. Yeah. By one. Twenty-nine to twenty-eight. The NFC as we play Super Bowl Fifty-eight on Sunday. Hey, coming up. You've heard this a million times on the show. So I got on the phone and I called Sean Went, and I said, Sean, I need some help. An extraordinary interview is next on Wisconsin's Morning News. on Wisconsin's morning news did make some news yesterday on the emergency medical response. No, wait, hold on. Hold on a second. You dropped a pretty bombshell tease before. The I break. did. I'm working. Just give me a second. Okay. I'm working on it. Right, we can't, we can't ignore what you tease, but uh, yeah. Okay. okay I, so, need, I need you to pick it up here while I try to get this interview on the line. <laughs> okay. So yeah, so we've been telling you about this situation with the EMS, right? We had uh, Curtis ambulance. Uh, this was a story about the uh, 49 year old woman who called 911. She was near um, on the Northwest side in the frigid cold temperatures last month, called 911 because she had said she had fallen, was not feeling well. And she ultimately died. This was after the ambulance had driven by a couple of times. So that sparked some demands for changes to what EMS uh, personnel, private EMS personnel, are expected to do when they're looking for someone who called 911. So the Common Council discussed this a little bit yesterday, and they do want to put in some changes. And notably, one of the biggest changes that they want to enact would be revising the standard operating procedure so a patient is not just left in the snow or left someplace. So now what they want is a driver to actually get out of the vehicle if they know that this person needs help, can't find them if there's obstructing view or whatnot. So they're moving through that process, but in the meantime, they're arguing that they should delay any contract talks with Curtis. Until so that's new- your piece of leverage there, yeah. absolutely. So right now that's been discussed and argued, but they're holding back on any contract talks until the new policy is enacted. Okay, extraordinary interview this yeah. morning. I got it. Okay, okay, good. Extraordinary on multiple levels. Sturgeon spearing season gets underway Saturday. That's We've right. got temperatures in the 50s predicted for Thursday and Friday. So we got an update on all of that. We're going to get one from some folks with a legendary tie to Wisconsin's Morning News. So I got on the phone and I called Sean Went. And I said, Sean, I need some help. <laughs> so regular <laughs> listeners know we play that a lot. It was a guy who had speared a massive sturgeon on Lake Winnebago yep. and just... Name dropped Sean Went in an interview with all the TV stations up there. (laughs) And it made the news. Yes. That soundbite. So we have since joked about the legend of Sean Went. On the Tri-County Contracting Hotline this morning is Sean Went's sister, Anne, and brother-in-law, Todd. They are the owners of Went's on the Lake, one of the hottest spots on Lake Winnebago, just north of Fond du Lac. Uh, Good morning. First question. How goes the legend Sean Went? Is he quite well? Good morning. Good morning. 
He is actually excellent. He gets a lot of um, vibe with this little story you guys started, and he—I don't know if he likes it or not, but he doesn't have a choice. You don't—you don't know, Annie. You don't know if he likes it or not. Is he like—is he angry he with us? Doesn't have a choice. No, okay. he's just not big on getting attention. Well, well we would funny. not dream of running afoul of Sean Wentz. It's funny though, no, too, because. He loves it. We, we've uh, we've had opportunities potentially to meet Sean, but as you guys understand, you never want to meet your legends. <laughs> He's a legend, and I don't know if you want to meet your hero, right? So that's why we just haven't wanted to meet him quite yet. We want to make sure that he's as special as we believe him to be. No, I think it's great. Customers come in literally every day, not every day, but literally weekly, and they bring this up. Oh, my goodness, it's not ending. They bring him gifts. Bring him gifts. The legend on it. It's great. <laughs> good. Well, good. we're happy that we uh, have taken that, taken part in that. So we're talking with Sean Wentz, sister Anne, and brother-in-law Todd. They're the owners of Wentz on the Lake. So, actually, some business to talk about with you folks. Uh, Spearing starts this weekend on Lake Winnebago and I think on Lake Poygan. Uh, Wentz on the Lake, huge destination, big launch point for you all. Really important time of year. How is the ice up there? Um, unfortunately, the ice is not very good. Um, you do, we will, of course, have the diehards out there, but it's, it's sketchy. Um, you can find thick ice, but it's, it's real, like, honeycomb, real um, spongy. Very, very soft ice right now. Yeah, nobody's driving yeah. out there, right, Todd? No, not no. at all. <laughs> so what would that mean for your business? You know, we focused a lot on how the Northwoods is doing with this winter. They got no snow up there. They can't get the snowmobiles out. Eric was supposed to go on an ice fishing trip up north. Yeah, we delayed it to March, hoping that it cools down. Right. I mean, uh, this, this can put a dent in what, what you need to do here in these winter months. It definitely is already. Um, for all the businesses around the lake, we all have sturgeon pools, um, different fun events. Um, the pools we usually by now have five, six hundred names on them. Right now we're at like 150. It, there's, it, I feel like there'll definitely be a people around. I don't think there's anything to do right now. So I think the, we'll be busy with just onlookers. But as for Spears, it'll be the diehards, the people who maybe know the lake a little better. I know the majority of people coming in right now are saying we're not going out there. Hey, well, there's plenty to do up there, right? In Fond du Lac, you got the festival and everything around it. So I, I know yes. you need folks to come up and visit you anyway. Yes, absolutely. And I do think some people will be out. And unfortunately, because it'll be a little warmer, they'll be out just for that reason alone. You know what you should do? You should have like an autograph signing with Sean. Oh, right there. <laughs> we just <laughs> saved the season. Have him sit at a table. <laughs> Ten bucks a pop. We could even get some nice black and white Twenty bucks if you want a photos. picture. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You laugh, yeah. people would come. <laughs> and you know they come. Um, there's a restaurant down the south north of us called TJ's, and they actually hung that huge surgeon up. They mounted that big surgeon, and they made a plaque, and on the plaque is a picture of the gentleman who got it, and then it says, Gasp by the legend, Sean Wendt. I mean, it is really gone and crazy around. <laughs> Uh, super glad to hear that. Hey, one more thing I need to ask you about while we got you on the line. We're talking with the owners of Wentz on the Lake there, just north of Fond du Lac. I've seen a lot of stuff on social media that you're closing. In fact, somebody oh, really? contacted me and said, like, hey, what's the story? You guys are closing up there. <laughs> True or false? You are closing. We are not closing. We are not closing. There is some some um, smoke to that or some truth to the smoke. Um, Todd and I were talking about different avenues to go in our lives and that and actually we sat down with the legend and his family and we all came together that because it's a lot of work like right now we're going to clean the toilets and we probably won't get home tonight till 10 11 o'clock at night um so yeah the legend just cleaning the toilets or 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on up there. But, right. No, you're in a tough business, no doubt. But I know a lot of folks are going to be really happy to hear and to have the record straight that right, we're uh, rooting for you too. y'all are staying open. Yep. And uh, it would be a tragedy if you closed before we got up for fish fry. I'm sorry? It would be a tragedy if you closed before our crew was oh. able to get up and see you for fish fry. It would have been a tragedy for a lot for us too. We appreciate all our customers and and sorry that um, this has gone so crazy too. <laughs> but I guess um, God has a plan, and we're staying in business. Hopefully, another sixty years. Fantastic news, and Todd, thank you so much, and uh, thanks for playing along with us. Tell the legend we said hello. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. That's Ann and Todd, owners of Wentz on the Lake, just north of Fond du Lac. So I got on the phone and I called Sean Went, and I said, Sean, I need some help. Bucks go one on four, one and four on the road trip under the new head coach. We've got sports coming up at seven forty-five. Wisconsin Congressman Mike Gallagher in the news. He's going to get a yeah, lot of attention. He's in the news. Going to get a lot of attention the next couple of days, and here's why. So the House expected to vote on impeachment articles and pass impeachment articles against Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas on Tuesday, but it did not pass. Thanks in part to a small handful of Republican congressmen, including Mike Gallagher, who said that he had skepticism about the impeachment resolution. So a lot of people now demanding an answer from the congressman, a lot of Republicans, I should say. And Gallagher, what, northeast Wisconsin, mm-hmm. right? Green Bay, Green Bay area. Door County, and points to the west of there. So you can imagine that his phone has been ringing. We did reach out to him this morning, have uh, not gotten a, an acceptance response yet to get him on the program. There's another Mike Gallagher, who's a conservative talk show host, who also is hearing from a lot of people. He went on Twitter saying, hey, we're not the same guy. For the record, I am not him. My email inbox... Wow, you ought to see the way people are cursing me and threatening me and are livid because they think I'm the Wisconsin congressman. I can only imagine what his email inbox looks like tonight. It can't be pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Either that or it's, what did he say, he's a podcaster? Yeah, he's a conservative talk show host. So it's it's his listeners who don't understand. He doesn't actually vote in Congress. (laughs) He just gets a sale on his back. Again, for the record... I'm Mike Gallagher, the Big Mouth talk show host. This news report brought to you by Steinhoffels. Visit them at steinhoffels.com. At 7.43, how about that forecast? High 54 on Thursday, high 52 on Friday. Into the weekend, high of 40 on Saturday, 38 the high on Sunday. Got this because I'm on the mailing list, right? Grant Park's open for golf today. <laughs> here, here. So, now, how, how is that going to play? Not well. I mean, it's going to be squishy, yeah. and it's not like the greens are mowed or anything like that. Can you so, drive on that? No, you can't. It's walking only. Okay. Yep. So there is that, but they are open for tee times. Wow. It says walking only, no riding carts, beginning Wednesday, February 7th. So could be Thursday, Friday as well, maybe even through the weekend. I mean, if there's no snow, you can go out. If there's one guy I know is going to get the nah. itch. I, already, I scratched February off my list a long time ago. I have played golf in Wisconsin every month of the year. Yeah. So I think it was a number of years ago, last time we had an El Nino, did get out. Actually, it was Grant, <laughs> just to scratch it off the list. But February golf in Wisconsin, no matter what the temperature, not great. All right. But they'll be out there. 744, Bob Brainerd's got sports next. 
time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Bob Brainerd. The Bucks have fallen and they can't get up. The 1-4 road trip ends in Phoenix last night with a loss of the Suns, 114-106. No Dame, no Lopez, no Middleton for most of the game after stepping on Kevin Durant's foot. He's in a walking boot now. Here is the glass-half-full post-game comment from head coach Doc Rivers. The defensive confidence is absolutely growing, and, you know, that's a big thing for this team. They can get that confidence. Uh, that takes us to a different level. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Timberwolves tomorrow back at Fiserv Forum. After back-to-back losses, first at Nebraska, then Purdue, the Badgers should find the sledding smoother in Ann Arbor tonight against the basement of the Big Ten, Michigan. Head coach Greg Gard dialed in on cleaning some things up. Winning at a high level is really hard, but the pain and regret is hard, too. If you don't hold them accountable, if you don't keep pushing them out of their comfort zone, these guys want to be a great team. Um, we see where we're a little short. We, we gotta, we got to fill in those gaps and, and get better. And 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy, he is anything but Mr. Irrelevant now because the guy's playing quarterback in the Super Bowl for the Niners on Sunday. For all the ego-driven signal callers we've seen in the league and up in Titletown recently, number 12, uh, Purdy is a breath of fresh air. The bottom line is like life isn't about you. Like that's what I believe, you know. Um, being a part of something bigger than yourself, um, you know, you get wrapped up in getting all the glory and the fame and the status. It's I feel like that's a shallow life, and um, that that can you know fade away pretty quickly. So for me, it's the whole organization and everyone in my life. That's that's how I view it. And I know you're going to do trivia with Tausch here coming up, Eric. So here's the last one for you guys: lowest point total ever scored in a Super Bowl. What is it? Had to be that Ravens one when Trent Dilfer was quarterback, right? There was a game not that long ago that was Rams and yeah, yeah, what was this? Thirteen yeah. to three. Oh, so I'm off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that? Rams, Rams and three. Patriots. Rams three. Yes, you are correct. 13, Rams three. three. Miami also in Super Bowl. That was uh, Super Bowl fifty three. The Rams only got a field goal. Miami scored just three in Super Bowl six against the Dallas Cowboys. There's never been a shutout yet. Until this Sunday. (laughs) It's coming, folks. All that hype, you get all the way to the Super Bowl, you get one field goal. Yeah, one crummy field goal. (laughs) Three points. Give me a break. Right, and the soccer kid was the only one who scored. (laughs) 749 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Super Bowl trivia with Tausch is next. It's the week before the Super Big Game. We can have a terrific bowl. We could also have a super jar. But we can't have a... Well, you get it. We can't say it, but we can talk about it. This is a Super v- uh, Football Week preview with Mark Tauscher. Can I say Super Bowl? Now that doesn't sound right. What? Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News, sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Eric's been putting together trivia for... All of us here to yeah, play along. It's big week, right? It's a terrific cup week, so we want to celebrate <laughs> by talking about the history of the... Tosh, I keep getting questions about that with the whole Super Bowl thing. The whole reason that we're talking about it is obviously the National Football League and also the network that has the rights to the yeah. Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Very careful about copyright and whatnot. And they'll, they'll crack you for it. So... If we're talking about the Super Bowl in the news or when we talk with you, we can say Super Bowl. You can't use uh-huh. it in marketing campaigns and other stuff like that. Or in which is contests why we talk about it. And right. whatnot, yeah. 
Yeah, we uh, we we figured that out, uh, but I still, as this week kind of unwinds, I, I always just wonder: is it worth the squeeze to even say <laughs> that word? Uh, so I'm literally looking at it the same way as FCC violations. Really? I'll just go blank, or I'll make up a different word, just just to uh, err on the side of caution. All right, here we go. So today in our conversation of Super Bowl history. We'll talk halftime shows, and we'll do one national anthem. So we'll start with the national anthem question, and then we'll go to halftime shows. All right? Whitney Houston. (laughs) Whitney Houston. (laughs) Wrong! Considered the best national anthem. Okay. So usually there's a prop bet for who, you know, over, under on national anthems. This year, Reba McIntyre is going to sing it. Right now, according to FanDuel, they have it at 90 seconds, which seems a little low for me. I'm for taking the over on that. Yeah, over. Um, but I could, yeah, that maybe it has moved. Anyway, who has sang the longest national anthem in Super Bowl history? Is it A, Alicia Keys? Is it B, Cher? Or is it C, Barry Manilow? Oh. Uh, I'm going to say Manilow. I'm going to pin it on Cher just because I think like she wouldn't move it along. Bobby, you want to throw in here? Yeah, I'll take Alicia Keys because I think okay. she can, you know, drag it out. You can tell right from the opening get-go how long Alicia Keys was going to take. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh it's going to be a while. And there it is. <laughs> she clocked in at 2 minutes and 50 seconds. Oh, that's wow. Tough. That's, a tough, that's tough to time up the F-18s with. So, <laughs> is there, <laughs> there was... Do we go now? Do there we go now? was... Um, I don't remember who was singing, but, you know, they do those prop bets that you guys are talking about. Yeah. And somebody got wind and actually caught the... Uh, kind of the prelude before when they were practicing and got a clock and timed it and put it on the internet and they pulled all of the prop bets off because they caught what that song was. And you know, I would think anytime you're giving a speed or if you're a little nervous, things go a little faster. Yeah. I don't know necessarily. It doesn't seem like Alicia Keys is a very nervous type. (laughs) (laughs) And she's still going. (laughs) All right, that's a long one. All right, moving on. Only seven artists. Let's get to the halftime show now. Only seven artists have performed more than once at the Super Bowl. Seven artists have performed more than once. Which of the following artists have performed the halftime show three times? I'll give you three choices. Which of these artists have performed the halftime show three different times? A, Bruno Mars. B, Beyonce. Or C, Gloria Stefan. I'm going to go Bruno Mars. I'll go Beyonce just because she could have been in there before with the group. Yeah, and I'll then go, also as a soloist. Yeah, I'll go Beyonce as well. And the answer is... Gloria. <laughs> okay. So Gloria Stefan actually isn't the only one who's done it three times. Justin Timberlake has also performed three times. And you're right, sometimes they cut in and they're only doing part of it. You know, they're not always... Part of the show. Like the big headliner or um, whatever. Okay. Some of the others who have been in there twice. Mary J. Blige has done two. Nelly has been on twice. Stevie Wonder has been on twice. Well, and actually, it's only recently that... I say recently, last three decades. But I covered Super Bowl 32. 
That was still when the halftime show was like a card trick and like some <laughs> local performers. I'm, I kid you not. Like it wasn't a superstar. Wasn't Timberlake with Janet Jackson and the whole yeah. thing? Yeah. 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 Speaking of that, let's get to that, will we? Okay, so yes, Timberlake and Janet Jackson, the most controversial halftime show of all time, of course, with the wardrobe malfunction that happened at the end. Here is your question. Who was playing in that Super Bowl? Now, do you guys want, do you want a multiple choice on this or not? I'm going to just take a stab at it because I have an idea what year it was. Okay. I'm saying Patriots-Eagles. All right, anyone else want to take a stab? Or, or I can give you a, I can give you a year. Can you give us the year that yeah. might help? Twentieth anniversary, right now, this year. Man, didn't you do the math for us? Super yeah. Bowl, Super Bowl number thirty-eight. <laughs> oh no, no, Patriots Panthers. Boom, Patriots Panthers. There it is. Oh, sh- there it is. Cam well Newton. Yeah. Well done. Okay, one more. Which halftime performance got higher ratings than the game itself? Now, I don't think I need to give you. Prince. I don't think I need to give you any. Uh, I, I think this one's obvious if you think about it for a half a second. Which one? It's not Prince. <laughs> no. Okay. Which I'm out. Toronto show out. had more people watching than the game itself? This is what changed half times. After this one, it never went back to the card games or the right. ice skating, which happened one year. It's got to be Michael Jackson. Boom. I forgot. Michael Jackson, 1993 time. And the reason that happened, by the way, is because the year before, In Living Color did a, hey, change over to our channel and watch us instead for a live halftime show. Yeah. And they did a bit, and everyone flipped over to that. Right, and after that, the Super a joke. Bowl was like, nope. Yeah, they had the Puppy Bowl. They had the Puppy Bowl to yeah, kind of get Bud that. Bowl. Vince, what was the what was the halftime show? Do you recall when I, it was the... Super Bowl 32? I just rem- I remember it was a medley of songs, Tausch, but it was like, you know, a performance group. So there was no superstar, if I remember so right. So it wasn't like jugglers. Like, I, I no. had envisioned, like, people juggling and. No, like, there, there was know, a show. Ring of Fire. Right. Okay. <laughs> no, it wasn't Frisbee Dog Guy, but, <laughs> right. There was a show, but it wasn't like a, a superstar performer. It was some very talented, I think. You know, a, a group of people who came out and sang a medley of songs. Still singing. Still singing. Bringing it home. Only halfway through. That's Super Bowl trivia. You going again tomorrow? What's the category Commercials. Tomorrow? Commercials is tomorrow. Ooh. All right, brush up, Tausch. We'll talk tomorrow. See you guys.